Hello and welcome to the Nutrition Diva Podcast. I'm your host, Monica Reinagel, and our topic for today's show was suggested by Tracy, who wrote, What are your thoughts about carb backloading? Some are touting the benefits of eating carbs only in the evening. Well, Tracy, there is some research to support the benefits of eating most of your carbs at night, but as is almost always the case, the devil is in the details. One of these studies involved several dozen police officers, both men and women, all of whom were overweight. And during this six-month study, the subjects followed a reduced calorie diet. They all ate about the same amount of carbohydrate, roughly 50% of their daily calories, but one of the groups ate most of their carbs at lunchtime, and the other ate most of their carbs at dinner. And by carbs, we're talking about their starchy foods like rice, bread, potatoes, pasta, that kind of thing. At the end of the study, those who ate their carbs in the evening felt less hungry throughout the day, and they also ended up losing just a bit more weight and body fat. So it's really tempting to just grab the headline here and run with it. Eat carbs at night and lose weight. But that summary, as appealing as it is, leaves out several key details. The important thing to keep in mind here is that these subjects were eating a very low-calorie diet, just 12 to 1,500 calories a day. As a result, they were losing weight fairly rapidly, and this is something, by the way, that I do not recommend. And although one of the groups were saving up their carbs to eat at the evening meal, they were still eating a relatively small amount, one to two cups of rice or pasta, for example. It's also important to notice that these meal plans were otherwise devoid of added sugars, snack foods, and most processed foods. And also, these starchy foods were being eaten at the evening meal, not as a bedtime snack. But within this context, eating starchy foods in the evenings appears to have reduced hunger, which probably made it a little bit easier to stick to this regimen, because it doesn't sound like a whole lot of fun. All of the subjects in this study saw improvements in their insulin and their fasting glucose levels, but you would expect to see that anytime that you have substantial weight loss. Still, the group who ate most of their carbs in the evening had slightly greater improvements. What if you're not dieting though? Is there any advantage to eating all or most of your carbohydrates in the evening? In that case, maybe not. A small trial of normal weight men tested the effects of eating carbs early or late in the day without reducing the number of calories that they ate. Not surprisingly, for those who had impaired glucose control to begin with, eating those 300 or 350 grams of carbohydrate late in the day had an unfavorable effect on their blood sugar metabolism. For those that didn't have impaired glucose metabolism, it didn't seem to matter one way or the other. But Notice that this is actually the opposite effect as the one seen in the people who were losing weight in the other study. For them, eating their carbs in the evening led to slightly better blood sugar control. So what do these studies tell us? Well, they suggest that if you're eating only healthful sources of carbohydrates, such as whole grains, legumes, or starchy vegetables in very limited amounts, then eating them in the evening might be beneficial. But if you're envisioning a scenario where you eat a low-carb breakfast and a low-carb lunch, and then you get a free pass to dig into a huge bowl of pasta, maybe followed by a few cookies and a big bowl of popcorn or pretzels to snack on in front of the TV after dinner, I'm afraid I can't help you there. 
According to the research that I've reviewed, the only people who seem to get a benefit from carb backloading are those who are simultaneously dieting. And the primary benefit seems to be that it makes dieting a little less miserable by quelling hunger. A small but carb-rich meal late in the day stimulates the release of satiety hormones that decrease appetite the following day. Now, of course, there is another way to make dieting less miserable, and that is not to do it at all. Remember, the dieters in these carb backloading studies were only eating 12 to 1,500 calories per day, about half of what the average adult eats. And this approach to weight loss has a number of disadvantages beyond just daily hunger. When you lose weight this quickly, you tend to lose more muscle mass and less body fat. Secondly, you're more likely to trigger a metabolic backlash in which your body slows your metabolism to survive what it perceives to be an extended famine. And third, you're learning how to lose weight, but not how to weigh less. And as soon as you stop dieting, you're very likely to regain that weight. If your goal is to lose some weight, I recommend that you take a much more gradual approach because the slower you lose the weight, the more of it is likely to be body fat and the more likely you are to keep it off long-term. Now, if you'd like to experiment with carb timing, here's how you might go about that. If you're only eating two or three servings of starchy foods a day, you could try saving them for your evening meal and then see how it affects you. Consider how you feel after your starch-rich evening meal. How do you sleep that night? Do you find that you get better appetite control the next day? Because if you're trying to lose weight, that could certainly be useful. And do you enjoy your daytime meals more or less without the starches? These are things that no study can completely predict, but you could discover them with some self-experimentation. Now, just for fun, you could make your experiment into a crossover design. Follow your carbs at dinner protocol for a week and keep some notes. And then for another week, spread your carbs more evenly throughout the day. This is what's known as a washout period. Rather than switch directly from one protocol to the other, you want to start each arm of your crossover from a relatively neutral state. And then for another week, eat most of your carbs in the first part of the day and observe how you feel. To get the most accurate read, try to keep the type and the amount of carbohydrates and other foods roughly the same throughout this entire three-week period. And the final step in your experiment is to write to me and tell me what you discovered. I'd love to hear what you found out. You can email me at nutrition at quickanddirtytips.com or connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. You'll find a transcript of today's show, which is episode number 571, along with links to the research that I reviewed and several related episodes on the benefits of slower weight loss, all at quickanddirtytips.com. The Nutrition Diva Show is produced by Nathan Sems, edited by Karen Hertzberg, and our team at Macmillan Audio also includes Emily Miller, Morgan Ratner, Michelle Margulis, and our director, Kathy Doyle. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you next week.